0: Where you go? New York, change of environment. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Always Moving Podcast. Uh, this is your host, Lynn Savanto, and I hope you're doing swell. Today's going to be a quick little emergency blurb, little uh, opinion piece here, and we're talking baseball. Oh yes, we're talking baseball, and this is coming off the big announcements of the Hall of Fame, the Baseball Hall of Fame, which uh, seemingly is just... I don't know. I don't know how legit this Hall of Fame is because of kind of what I'll get into. Um, So Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds are no longer eligible for the Hall of Fame. They went off the 10-year ballot window thing. And uh, David Ortiz did. He made it in yesterday. And um, let's dive in. Let's dive in a little bit here. Uh, So David Ortiz, I'm a little bit of a... This might be a little biased, but uh, he's my favorite baseball player ever, so I'm very happy he made it. I think he fully deserved to make it his uh, postseason success, um, his importance to one of the most storied franchises in baseball history, uh, the icon he became in the city of Boston, and um, he was just... A lovable guy He was this big teddy bear Kind of guy And he uh, As far as I've heard Everybody just got along with him He was just He was big poppy He was the uh, He was poppy of the The clubhouse And people loved seeing him Every day And he's just so cheerful And I love the guy Um, But for what he did And he The home runs And how clutch he was In the postseason And helped bring a a World Series back to Boston... and all the stuff that he accomplished... in his career... he... 100% deserving of the Hall of Fame... which... um, which will then... lead to my next thing... is where... uh, bitter... bitter fans... maybe old people... uh, (laughs) older writers... older fans... and uh, purists of the game... say that... David Ortiz doesn't belong in the Hall... uh, because he had a failed test... But everywhere I've seen and everything I've read and heard, it wasn't exactly sure what he had tested for, if it was banned or not at the time. So it's kind of, you know, it's shady. It's a little inconclusive. Yankees fans can give me shit about it if they want. But um, it's it's not exactly sure what he tested for, but he did test positive. So there is that, which leads perfectly into... Um, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Uh, I'm not going to go too much on Clemens, but he was one of the most dominant pitchers of all time. And um, I think what he accomplished in his career, um, steroids or not, is still something that uh, 100% deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. And I'll get into why I would put these guys in the Hall after i kind of talk about their careers and stuff but Roger Clemens definitely in and Barry Bonds it is uh i think it's a shame and i think it's a it's a farce that he won't be in the hall of fame maybe eventually he will i know they have like the what do they call it, the era committee they can you know re- reconvene later on maybe he can get in but i think it's ridiculous that he didn't um, he was a little before my time you know, when I was younger, I was a kid and stuff, that's when he was, I think, in his peak and doing all this, you know, damage on and maybe off the field too. But um uh, it's impossible, especially with the article coming out yesterday or the announcement coming out yesterday. And I'm a huge baseball fan, so I read a bunch of articles. I listen to podcasts, listen to little video clips about it. And what he did on the field, it's undeniable that – uh I feel like Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player of all time. At least, you know, best fielder of all time, however you want to put it. Maybe if you like a pitcher more or whatnot. But I think Barry Bonds is not being included in the Hall of Fame is just bullshit to me. I think it's, um, you know, it's something that I've heard a lot on, on podcasts or on... In articles and stuff is the Hall of Fame is a museum and it's a museum explaining this this history of the game and the greats that did it, and it's not allowing Barry Bonds in, not allowing uh Roger Clemens in, and we'll see maybe they don't let A rod in or something like that, but it's it's a museum that showcases you know the greatness of the game, but it also showcases the history of the game, and you can't just pretend these people didn't exist, because they smashed all these records, they, they, you know, they some of them won, some of them didn't win, but the MVPs, and gold gloves, and it's, I think it's just, it kind of puts like, a, you know, if you put them in the Hall of Fame, you can put an asterisk on the player, but I think it puts an asterisk on the Hall of Fame itself, not having them there and just trying to pretend. No, no, it didn't happen. They, they weren't there. This, this happened here, but didn't happen here. I think the the image of the the Hall of Fame is kind of hurt because I feel like you could do something. You could put Barry Bonds in. You could put an asterisk next to it, or you can put a, a separate room of these guys that maybe they tested positive, or maybe you know, like a Pete Rose, like, gambled on the games. Uh, as a manager, but what he did on the field as a player, uh, he was incredible. Or, like, if, go to a shoeless Joe Jackson and <laughs> the Field of Dreams and stuff. I think there's a way you can enshrine the greatness of what these players did, if it was all natural, if it was cheating or not. I think there's still uh, a part of the game of these people's careers that needs to be part of this story, the great history of baseball. And Someone in a group chat yesterday said, well, if you're going to let Barry Bonds in or Clemens in, then let the Houston Astros, uh, what was it, 2019, 2018, whatever the fuck they won when they're banging on the, the trash cans. And I I think he just boil it down to cheating is cheating, but it's not. I feel like steroids, if you take steroids as a player, you still have to hit the ball. You still have to run the bases. You still have to you know, maintain your health and do all this stuff. You still have to excel at making contact with the ball. And the way Barry Bonds was hitting the ball, it was just it was greatness. He exuded just greatness in his ability. And if he did take steroids, all he did was he gave it a higher percentage, more success. But he was on like his younger days, he was on a Hall of Fame trajectory as it was anyway, until when people started pinpointing when they believe he started taking steroids because he started getting bigger or whatever. But the talent was there. He was a, one of the greats before. Like his speed and his power and contact, everything. Um, but I, I think the Astros, you know, that's a different form of cheating. You, You know what pitch is coming. You're altering the game itself. Whereas an individual player taking steroids, you know, it alters only how they can... Perform in the game, and even how many guys have you seen get busted for steroids that aren't even good? They just do it, and it doesn't make them any better or whatnot. You still have to be an incredible talent to actually make something worthwhile uh, come from steroids. And Barry Bonds, if he took it, if he didn't, however you want to say it, um, he was was great. He was a great talent, and I think it's a shame that he didn't make the Hall of Fame. Uh, I think uh, it's it's kind of bullshit. But but then you see, and I was listening to a podcast earlier today, um, The guy like Sammy Sosa who got busted for steroids, they were saying that um, he needed them to get into the Hall of Fame. He wasn't going to to be able to accomplish what he did without the assistance of steroids, which I think Barry Bonds and a Roger Clemens and an Alex Rodriguez, I think they they did it. They could have done it without it if they took it and they made their performance of percentage better than it did. But I think at the end of the day, they were still incredible talents uh, aside from that. So my opinion, Barry's in, Roger's in, and uh, I'm, I'm happy Big Poppy's in as well. Um, and then there's going to be the question moving forward with like a Manny Ramirez, uh, Alex Rodriguez, all these kind of guys, you know, what's going to happen to them uh, moving forward. So we'll see how that develops. Um, So with the Barry Bonds thing, before I jumped on and started recording this, I looked up just some of the stats, and, you know, you always hear, you know, home run, leader, all this, all the huge accomplishments, walks, all this stuff. But there was one that really stuck out to me, and I I feel like it works because I live in Tampa. One of these crazy stats um, for Barry Bonds' career. The number... For this stat is 38. So the number 38 is the amount of intentional walks Barry Bonds has more than the entire franchise of Tampa Bay Rays have had in their history. So what it is, Tampa Bay Rays have existed for 24 years, he played for 22 seasons, and Barry Bonds has 38 more intentional walks than every player combined in Tampa Bay Rays' history Uh, With the franchise. So just to kind of put that into more perspective. this sounds ridiculous as it is. And um, Barry Bonds was walked intentionally 688 times. Which is more than the next two players on the leaderboard combined. So so far uh, the rest of the field is above and beyond the rest with intentional walks. (laughs) But the one thing that really stuck out about being ahead of the Rays franchise as a whole is the plate appearances of Tampa Bay Rays hitters through the course of franchise history against Barry Bonds. So, Tampa Bay Rays hitters have been at up at the plate 131,809 times more than Barry Bonds did in his entire career. And he's still been intentionally walked more times than the Rays franchise. So, inevitably... The Rays franchise will pass Barry Bonds in intentional walks, but the fact that they haven't <laughs> is, is it's insane to me. and um so you see on like Instagram for whatever sports center or ESPN, whatever you follow that they, <laughs> they show people bases loaded, intentionally walking Barry Bonds to get to the next guy. They're walking they're giving up a run just not to face him. So the sheer, Presence of Barry Bonds is something that I feel like the Hall of Fame is missing out on, and uh, to wrap this up, I think it's a shame, and uh, you could put him in a, the Hall of Shame in the wing of Cooperstown, but uh, having them not in it is uh, it's ridiculous to me. That being said, uh, if you're a baseball fan, you haven't bought it yet. I got I got to plug I got to plug my book the. The Great Baseball Road Trip. It recaps uh, the story of my friend Dushin and I as we road tripped across the entire U.S. to see every baseball team play in their home stadium. Uh, it was 66 days. It was over 35,000 kilometers driven, and we saw all the teams. Believe it or not, we made it. A lot of people gave a shit saying we wouldn't, but hey, look at me now, Dad. Uh, so go check out the book It's available on Amazon It's called Just search The Great Baseball Road Trip And you'll see us there So it's available on Amazon For purchase Or if you have Kindle You can purchase it on there Or Kindle Unlimited I think you can read it As part of your subscription So go check out the book uh, It's Bullshit Barry Isn't in the Hall Bullshit Raj Isn't in the Hall And uh, At the end of the day Big poppy Ortiz We did it baby Uh, so that has been my emergency pod for today. This is Lyndon Savanto, and this has been the Always Moving Podcast. And as we say around here, let's keep this thing moving.